radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Prime Time. He gets his fantasy football advice from 12-year-olds on TikTok. Micah. I put up so many points. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? a shitty podcast like 10 minutes into it i would not listen to this hey fellas i love the podcast music created by brian swanson welcome everyone to the week nine recap show fantasy football scoop and poop i am your host tony and joined by always by bishop uh micah has the week off uh he's uh he's resting he he gave a, a top tier performance last week, so I think he needs a. I think he's got a bye week this week, Bishop. Yeah, he. Uh, you know, when, when you go that hard, you need a, a break. So, we, we gave him one. Absolutely. Um, well, it's just going to be a two man show. Uh, so um, hopefully, uh, <laughs> those rakias that you had at your slava will uh, loosen you up a little bit. Happy Slava, by the way. Thank you. And I don't know about loose, but incoherent, most likely. Ah, so it'll be like every week. So, yeah. <laughs> um. So week nine is is come and gone. Uh, we had another uh Europe game. Uh, this one was in Frankfurt, Germany, I believe, Bishop. Uh, it was a pretty marquee performance. It was the Dolphins versus the Chiefs. Uh, you would expect that to be like on a Sunday night or a Monday night, but no, uh, Sunday at, uh, <laughs> what was it, like 7.30 Central Time or something when the, this game started? Uh, did you did you get a chance to watch any of that game? Uh, I watched like the very beginning, and uh, I kind of missed the second half, but apparently I didn't miss much because I don't know what happened. I don't know, maybe the... Miami doesn't play or the Dolphins don't do well in Germany or uh, I don't even know. Like, is this the first time they played in Germany or am I missing some? I I want to say that they, they, they played a game in Germany either last season or, or the week before. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, oh, Oh no. I think that's Micah's theme music. That's what it sounds like. What's up, Micah? Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Micah. I'm glad you survived. It has been a hell of a day, but I made it. I'm going to assume it's because of daylight savings time. Is that what's going on now? Yeah, daylight savings time sucks sucks, ass. Absolutely. 
<laughs> uh, we were Amazing. just talking about the uh, the the Frankfurt game. Uh, did you get a chance to watch any of that crap on Monday, on a Sunday morning? No, and actually, I I don't think they actually put that on television. I believe it was one of those uh, like NFL Network, NFL App Plus X or whatever they have going on. That's why I saw none of that. I mean, were you going to wake up at six thirty in the morning to watch it? Because that's I think that's what time it was. No, man, I, I had no fantasy implications for me, so I didn't give a shit. Got it. Yeah, like. <sighs> The early starts just don't make sense to me. Cuz like obviously you want people to watch it, right? <laughs> and if it's if it's at 6:30 in the morning on a Sunday, I can't imagine you're hitting your 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 TV audience there. So like, I'd be curious to find out like what the ratings were in Germany versus is it greater than or less than the viewership being down for a regular game. Yeah, that's a great point too because in Germany, it's at like 2 p.m. It's not like it's a prime time there either. Like, so it's a weird time there and it's a weird time here. So I'm not sure like who this audience is that they're serving here with, with these early ass games. Cause I hate it. I hate it. Like, I, I want to watch all the games. And, uh, if it's, if I'm sleeping, I'm not waking up to watch football. So, uh, I just miss those games. I'm always up that early. So the issue isn't early. It's, why aren't these games with the other games? <laughs> right. And it, usually the, it's move Jacksonville over there. Get it over with. Move the Jaguars over there. Leave all the marquee teams like the Chiefs and whatnot. Keep them here. Keep them at the regular time. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get, let's get some Jaguars Raiders games on uh, in Frank Packers. Yeah. Jaguars Packers. Move them yeah, Jordan Love. Many, many European starts for, for Jordan Love. Yeah, so I don't know. I just I just wanted to vent. I think there's one more next week or this week, I should oh, say, man. and I think it's over. Our national nightmare is over. Um. All right. Well, let's get into week nine recap here. Uh, we'll start as always in the balls Mahoney, uh, with Turtle and his Iowa gangbang thugs versus Cologne Rocks and uh McLean here. Um. This one came down to Monday Night Football. There's going to be a theme of that as we go through these games. Uh, there was a big game Monday night. We had the the Chargers versus uh, Bishop's Jets, and uh, a lot of fantasy players in the in that matchup. And McLean had a big one. He had uh, Austin Eckler and Garrett Wilson in that game, and he needed big performances to take down Turtle, and he did it, eighty six to seventy four. Um. Austin Eckler had two touchdowns, and uh, Garrett Wilson had a pretty good game with eight points. Uh, but the biggest thing of this game was uh, Turtle playing uh, Nathaniel Tank Dell. Do you know this guy's name? nickname was Tank, Bishop? I did not. I've been calling him Nate Dell. Nate Dell? Because I think Nate is a cooler name than Nathaniel, and I think Nate Dell sounds cooler than Tank Dell, but I'm not his mama, so whatever. <laughs> Well, he had six catches, two touchdowns, 114 yards, and 24 fantasy points. Um, kind of a breakout Tampa Bay, game. Houston, yeah. Yeah, kind of a breakout game for the Texans against the, a, a defense that's pretty damn good in the in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, so I think I think you called a big game for from Nate Dog Tell Nate, Nate Dog Dell uh, last last podcast. So uh, props to you for. Mount up. That's right. 
Um, he gets a big performance out of Youngway Q with 19 points uh, from his kicker. Uh, but not much going on the rest of his team. Uh, only two points from Kenny Walker. There's got to be an injury there because that guy is a stud, and he's just not getting the ball. Um, Cooper Cup, only three points. Uh, Micah, who is the guy that was playing quarterback for the Rams this week? Uh, let me check my uh, my thesaurus of the NFL. <laughs> nice. I ruffle through the pages. It says... I have no damn clue. Because <laughs> I know it sure as hell wasn't Matthew Stafford. Because he had a thumb injury. But, uh... Yeah, that I can confirm. Let's see if it actually says his name on here. So, apparently they signed... Car- oh, Brett... Brett Ripian? Oh, is that, really? Is that a relation to Mark Ripian? It's got to be, like, his nephew or son or something, right? His nephew or his uh, stepchild that stole his name. Yeah. No clue, but apparently they signed Carson Wentz. So you know they're in a bad spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's never wow, a good Carson thing. Carson Wentz is still playing. <laughs> uh, yeah, McLean gets a huge performance from his running backs. Uh, 17 from Eckler, six, or 14 from Mixon, and 15 from Derrick Henry. So hard to beat uh, him when he's got his running backs uh, running like that. So uh, GG's to McLean goes to 5-4 and four on the year. And Turtle takes another hard luck loss. And let's go to the next matchup. And we have K-Wall's Robot Unicorn Attack versus Santino's... You can't see me. You can't see me. Lucky Wolf. And uh, the Wolf was not that lucky this week. Um, Only 56 points for Santino. He ends up taking the loss uh, to K-Wall. K-Wall, a very beatable 72 points this week, I would say, Bishop, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm just looking at Santino's Murr, and had he started an optimal lineup, he would have had 75 points. Wow. Oh. We I were mean, all he had for to, Santino, but... He had to get studs like Rondale Moore in his lineup and Savin Ahmed, who uh, combined to score three points. Uh, uh, Jamar Chase ended up getting hurt in that game. I think he has like a back injury or something, so nothing much much there. A.J. Brown just continues to dominate with 15 points. But that was about it for Santino. Uh, K-Wall is very beatable this week. He got pretty good game out of Josh Jacobs with two touchdowns. Uh, Joe Burrow, 18. Keenan Allen, 11. Uh, Tony Pollard still is like stuck in the mud here. I don't know what's going on with that. He looks so explosive. And uh, he looked like a looked like an all pro running back last season when he was the backup, but now that he's the main guy, Bishop, he just can't uh, he just can't produce. Yeah, they just don't give him the the any touches, right? Like Dallas is usually up by in most games up big, uh, so you'd think they'd run the ball, but then they bring in that like uh, half sized running back they got instead of Tony Pollard. Like he needs he needs more touches. And, and against Philly, they're losing, so you'd figure he'd throw the ball more, and he only got th- three receptions, which for him is, like, very low. So I don't know. Yeah, and Travis Kelsey, uh, not a good game in, in Frankfurt. Uh, what what kind of uh, encased meats do you think Kelsey was, was chowing down on there in uh, in Frankfurt, Mike? I know you're, you're a, big, uh, a big fan. Uh, possibly a Thuringer sausage or a Nuremberger sausage. Or the classic bratwurst. Bratwurst. Maybe a knockwurst. 
Maybe a vice first. <laughs> well, it was the worst, uh, worst of times. Was this his worst game all season? Uh, yeah, it was his worst game all season. Uh, three points, only three catches, not even a yardage point, Bishop. So like he just did not uh, do much. I think uh, I think they put Jalen Ramsey on him pretty much all game, and then just they just locked him down. But. Uh, uh yeah, K Wall gets gets pretty lucky here. Uh wins a game with 72 points. Uh so he goes to eight and one on the season, Bishop. Eight and one. Oh wow. Unbelievable. I didn't even notice that. You're right. Yeah. He's Super Bowl champion already. I wonder who beat him. I wonder. Hmm. I'll have to check the archives. Let's go to the next matchup, and we have another close one here. We have Bishop's Nitro versus Matt's Team Spam. Bishop, go ahead. Let's let's hear it. I want to hear your recap of this one. Uh, yeah, I predicted this. I'm pretty sure I was the only one who picked uh, Matt this week because Rhombus Stevenson decided to explode. Uh, people you've never heard of? Dalton Kincaid? That sounds like an energy drink. I don't, I don't even know who that is. Uh, 11 points, 10 catches for 81 yards, and he had a fumble. Uh, I'm not, I mean, I granted, I only put up 65, so I didn't. I wasn't worth – I can't make fun of Matt's team. Uh, none of my guys showed up. Uh, DJ Moore, terrible. Tyreek Hill had a Tyreek Hill bad game, probably because they were playing in Germany. Uh, Zach Moss got one point. I think I'm done playing him for this year. Luckily, I, I think I get James Conner back next week, so hopefully that writes the ship. But, yeah, there's uh, everyone on my team played poorly this week. It's very unfortunate. Very unfortunate indeed. Um, I know a little bit about uh, one-point losses on Monday Night Football. Uh, so you yeah. had there were some there were some high-stakes players in this one. You had Brees Hall on Monday night. Uh, and, uh, the jets were just awful. Like they, <laughs> they got behind big and like, I'm pretty sure I could have sacked, uh, uh, Zach Wilson in that game with the, the offensive line was just non-existent. Yeah. And they'd like made no attempt to do any like quick, short passes, right? Everything was like three to five step drops, uh, holding the ball way too long. It's like, dude, get the ball out. Uh, and I did that normal thing where I always fall asleep at halftime because I cannot listen to halftime people talk. And I always get woken up by Scott Van Pelt because I guess he's on after Monday Night Football. I don't know if you guys are aware. Yeah. Um, that lets me know that I missed the, the end of the game. So then I quickly go check the score, and I saw I lost by a point, and I was like, I, I, this is how Tony feels every every Monday. So then I just went to bed. So you game. missed that last drive then for the Jets. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. I missed it. Where, everything. where they bring out Michael Carter, who has like two fantasy points all year, and he gets six catches on that final drive. Wow. That's all Brees Hall points, man. All Brees Hall. You got job. Yep. Yeah, you... It's getting very hard to like the Jets. <laughs> You're about to jump off the bandwagon? Is that what's happening? I'm thinking about it. In the next five years, there's a chance I could not be a Jets fan anymore. Okay. Well, we'll look out for that. Uh, <laughs> you go to a 500, four, four and one, along with Matt, who get claws his way to four, four and one. 
there's a lot too many ties in this league. <laughs> so let's go to the next matchup. And uh, what, where, where's that that sad horn? Yep, there it go. And I take on Worms Team Taylor, and I lose by one point on Monday Night Football again. So, like, this is just a cruel joke at this point, right? I, I figured I changed my name. I, I was going with the AI theme this whole season, and I had nothing but bad luck. So I went to old reliable Bishop. I decided to break out Polk High out of the archives. Hopefully, one of my players could score four touchdowns, just like Al Bundy did for Polk High back in the day. Uh, but I could not get there. I lose 76 to 75. And, uh, man, um, I just I just don't even know what to say anymore. I was kind of really mad last week. Uh, this one, this one di- didn't make me that mad. It was just more like an existential crisis. Like I was just pondering, you know, my existence in life and in fantasy football. Uh, because at the at the end of that game, uh, let's see the the Jets were uh, were pressuring uh, Mister Justin Herbert. And they sacked him, and he fumbled, okay? Now, instead of jumping on the football, one of the Jets defenders tries to pick it up and score. He tries to do a scoop and poop, as you would. And he, of course, like, drops it, and then Herbert gets it back. So if the Jets jump on that football, he gets negative two, and I win by one point, which would have been, uh, you know, hilarious to me. Um, But... uh, it was not in the cards as it hasn't been for the fourth time this year. I lose by one. Um, I would have beat like six teams in this league this week, but of course I play Worm, who uh, had one more point. Uh, yeah, guys, I, I just don't know what to do anymore. I, I I did have a big game on the bench. I had uh, C.J. Stroud with five touchdowns, forty-two points. Uh, did not see that game coming, but. Um, yeah, man, it's just and the and the Chargers defense. I was gonna say, what made you decide to bench the Chargers defense playing against the Jets? Well, I think Dak Prescott is terrible. Um, so I was hoping for like maybe a pick six or something like that. Uh, but yeah, that that's another play that uh, I only had sixty two percent Murr Bishop, and uh, it's hard to win games when you have that many points on the bench. That's for sure. Yeah, Worm started Zay Flowers, uh, one point, one catch for 11 yards. I I have no idea why people are starting this man. Uh, I've heard his name. I remember uh, before the season, everyone was all hyping this guy. And I don't know. I just don't think a Baltimore receiver will ever be good again. And it's hard to imagine. Yep. But my, my the rest of my team was, was kind of dog shit. Uh, Puka Nakuku only four points. Uh, they had uh, Brett Rippon's kid or, or Mark Rippon's kid throwing the ball. I can understand that. Uh, Jalen Waddle probably had that uh, that knock worse that Travis Kelsey had, so he didn't do much. Only four points. Um, so yeah, my my team kind of shit the bed. But uh, y- you would think that I would get lucky at least one of these weeks. But I digress. 
Right, let's go oh, to the I next. Also want, hang on. Before we go on, I wanted to continue. Uh, we didn't we didn't mention this. The Los, Los Angeles Chargers were playing Monday night, and I didn't I, – I had a feeling you were going to lose, but he only put up two points just so you could lose by one. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And like, like it's uh, a it's turnover. a simulation. Yeah, we live in a simulation, dude. That's what this is. And the Jets got a good defense. You think that they would could have intercepted yeah. a pass or you know scooped up that fumble, but uh, it was it was not meant to be. You know what I mean? No. And like I was in it the whole time. Like yeah, yeah. Like he he only got two points on 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 136 yards passing. So it's not like he was lighting the world on fire. I think, yeah, they had a they had a they had a punt return for a touchdown. That's where, like where all their points came from. Um, so like, yeah, he wasn't carving them up or anything. It's just, of course, it's against me, and of course, it's just enough to make me angry and and uh, question my existence. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Worm goes to five and four. I go to three, five and one, and we go to the next matchup. And we have Giuseppe's the Ted Lasso way versus BDI's squad. I think it's hilarious that he thinks I'm actually going to say that on a podcast <laughs> because uh, that's never going to happen, buddy. Uh, <laughs> and Giuseppe takes him down 84 to 78. Uh, huge game from the Colts defense here, uh, Micah. Uh, I guess the, the, the play is to play uh, anybody that plays the Carolina Panthers because they are terrible. And that quarterback is bad. And uh, three interceptions, two touchdowns. 26 points, Micah. Yep, they did all the work. Uh, fortunately, Minshew didn't have to do much. It's a, what do you call that? Uh, a foreshadow. But uh, that good effort, man. 26 points from the Colts because the Colts aren't that great either. But the Panthers are, uh, as they say, trash. Very trash. And uh, BDI squad was pretty trash. Uh, only four points from Cam Akers, who I think suffered another Achilles tear. That's his, like, second one um, in his career, which is crazy. Um, I thought Alvin Kamara was going to have a huge game against the Bears, but only six points. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Giuseppe takes the victory here. He he starts Jahan Dotson and gets a touchdown, thirteen points. Do do you do you have any idea who this guy is, Bishop Jahan Dotson? Uh, yes, I do actually, because I put in a bid for him that week. He picked him up. Uh, I was definitely in need of receiver help, and I'm like, let me get a Washington Commander receiver. And I saw him, and I was like, oh. And then I I don't think it was this week. I think it might have been two weeks ago. Okay. I mean, I probably wouldn't have played him, but BD or. Sorry, Giuseppe decides to play him, and he gets a touchdown, and he actually needed it to win, which is fascinating. Yeah, uh, Aaron Jones gets back in the swing of things with a touchdown, 13 points. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, four, 14 points. It's pr- not a great game for him, but uh, he got there. He got his two touchdowns, and uh, BDI just couldn't couldn't counter. Uh, he, had a, he had a pretty good game from, from Dak Prescott, 25 uh, but the running back position really, really let him down here. So uh, BDI goes to four and five, and Giuseppe goes to three and six on the season. And let's go to the last matchup, and we have Bobby Big Balls and his Cox Sockers versus Micah's. Can you fly, Bobby? 
<laughs> Micah, let's let's hear let's hear the recap for this one from your perspective. Well, not much going on there. Um, I wasn't really anticipating much, uh, but I did get a pleasant surprise with uh, Cole Komet, who was a late addition due to an injured player in bye weeks. But there was a on Sunday. There was a kind of like a debate I was having. I was debating picking up the Packers defense, who was the best of the bunch available. And I decided just to kind of stick with the Bears. They'd had some okay weeks defensively the couple weeks prior to the previous week. And I'm thinking, okay, this uh, this guy, Derek Carr, David Carr, whichever Carr brothers in New Orleans currently, um, he's good for like, he's got the, at least like an interception or so, because he plays like trash. Every time I see him, I'm thinking, ah, Bears will lose, but I'll get some points out of them. And then uh, the Bears defense does absolutely nothing. They get zero points. There's a defensive loss. And then the Packers score enough points, which I believe was their either their highest or their second highest defensive output of the year from a fantasy perspective. And had I pulled the trigger, I would have won. But no, I'm still back in... Uh, and the lottery, but hey, I'll take the lottery. Yeah, Bobby Big Balls uh, gets another big performance from his... I will start Cleveland Browns defense. Cleveland Browns defense with uh, 23 points. Uh, Bob's been fucked over by some defenses this year, but his defense did the fucking this week uh, because they played... Uh, <laughs> Micah, help me with this guy's name. Isn't it like Toon or something like that, the quarterback from Arizona last week? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was actually watching that game, and I was just watching Cleveland just destroy them the entire game. And like, I didn't even realize I'm like watching it, and the whole the ten point thing didn't register until the clock hit zero, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, this guy fucking sucked, dude." Yeah, rookie quarterback. Yeah, he got schooled, man. I mean, <laughs> the Browns just—they literally ran over. And I know he was a rookie, but uh, if the Browns played like they did on on Sunday, like every game. I mean, they would carry this team to the Super Bowl. Like, Giuseppe was like, oh, it's a shitty rookie quarterback. But I was like, it didn't matter. They could have had, like, prime. Any quarterback you you take would have been murdered in that game. They just absolutely dominated them. It was uh, very impressive to watch the Browns go to work, unfortunately, at my expense. But, eh, whatever. Well, you asked the question. Can you fly, Bobby? And I guess he answered. And he did fly. He flew all over you this week. Uh, even with that bum Devontae Adams on his squad, only scoring four, five points, uh, still not a part of the offense, still still on a milk carton. Vegas scored 30 points, and he, he got four catches on the whole game. No, no touchdowns. Unbelievable. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, Bob goes to five and four. Um Micah goes to three, five, and one. And let's talk about some money. <laughs> At quarterback, uh, we have BDI with Dak Prescott. Straight cash, homie. At running back, we have a split. I think there's been lots of splits the past couple weeks. We got K Wall with Blitz Josh. Ties. Jack. Yeah, splits, ties. Straight whatever. cash, homie. And actually, Rhombus Stevenson for Matt gets $5. Straight cash, Obviously. homie. Because he played you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At wide receiver, we have Tank Dell for Straight Turtle. Straight cash, homie. Nate Dog, Nate Dell. That's what I'm going to call him. That's kind of a tongue twister, Bishop. Nate Dog, Nate Dell. 
I like it. Or just Nate Dell, you know? Yeah, that's true. Start of the week. And you kind of mentioned it here, Micah. I'm going to give this to you. Uh, right before kickoff, I want to say, you ended up picking Cole Komet up off waivers. Off the scrap heap, you put him in your lineup and he scores two touchdowns. Did that feel good when you saw his performance? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Glad I picked him up. He did his job for one week. Got my use out of him. And now you throw him to the curb. And Bishop, you mentioned Zach Moss was a a part of a trade a couple weeks ago. Uh, Only one point. Touched the ball seven times. Yeah, not living up to expectations. Yeah, if he got uh, four more yards, Bishop, you would have tied this week. So. Now you know how I feel, you son of a bitch. Yeah. One lucky son of a bitch. Uh, I think it's got to go to Matt. Uh, he scored 66 points, and he ends up getting a win, which is uh, pretty hard to do in this league. So, uh, grats to you, bro, for being lucky. The worst fantasy football owner of the week. You need not look at the standings. I don't know. Bishop, if, if these uh, archives are accurate, there's no way that Santino was the world's worst fantasy owner, right? I think you need to check your documentation again, I think. Yeah, I, I think there's a, a conspiracy here against Santino run by uh, Fidel Giuseppe. Uh, it's, uh, you know, they're, they're always trying to keep Santino down in this league, always. Jealousy is... Uh ugly color and that's gonna do it for the week nine recap show fantasy football scoop and all right show's over i'm tired Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.